All right, we are lit, good sir. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to another episode of Cultivated Ignorance. I am Will, the host. I am Mike, the favorite host. <clears throat> this week, we got a dope show for you. <laughs> Mike wanted to name this episode. <laughs> Mike wanted to name this episode, What's Happening to the Whites? <laughs> that was a subheading. That was a subheading. <laughs> Not the actual name of the episode. Nah, man. I mean, we are going to be talking about what's going on with the whites. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, we got a dope show lined up for y'all. Uh Back to seeing y'all from a uh, winter break for cultivated ignorance. That's what we call it. We we call it a winter break. We had a little two week. <laughs> we had a two week layoff. Um, a lot of a lot of things. Hope everybody enjoyed their family mm-hmm. um, over their time. Hope everybody stayed safe. Yes. Uh, and no crowds. None. No super spreader events. Yeah, no <laughs> no super spreader COVID events. Um, so I don't know about y'all, but I watch movies for the majority of the break. What'd you do? Uh, did the same dirty movies and regular movies, all that shit. Okay, it was, it was fun for for me. The whole break was <laughs> no. You watch that Sarah Palin joint? Sarah Palin. Yeah, you remember? Okay. Oh, the divorce. <laughs> That's one of your favorites, huh? Okay. That's when you're unreliable. Um, no, nah, man. So, I don't know if y'all saw it, but COVID. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say, but COVID came out. <laughs> COVID dropped and shook the world. <laughs> I don't know if y'all saw it, but sold with uh Jamie Foxx. Came out on Disney Plus. Really good movie. Um, everybody should check good. it out. Black, white, whatever color you are. I thought we were starting out talking about the DC shit. I'm just talking about the topic. Oh, okay, okay. Just okay. talking about the topic. Mm-hmm. Have you done, done your little post? I did my little post. Oh, okay. All right. Let me shut up. Oh, yeah. Also, don't forget, we have a Patreon. Mm-hmm. I thought we the whole money getting part. I'm just talking about the topic. Oh, okay. Anyway, okay. Just talking about the topic. www.patreon.com slash cultivated ignorance. Yes. Check oh, us yeah. out. We got also content. Yes. Don't forget, uh, we have a Patreon. Would you title it Community yeah, Conversation? Yeah, we just had a community convo with time. Ben. Oh, okay. Where I aired out my not so recent grievances. I had to remember what I said about the show. But I'm not so recent grievances about Lovecraft Country. Don't forget, we have a Patreon. Him and Jones and Ben and yeah, that always shaking his head already. Many conversations, him, reviews, Jones, and men, and yeah, bad old shit. Only five dollars. Only five dollars. Not so recently. I remember what I said. Go check it out. Try it out. See if you like it. Less than the only thing. Many conversations, support reviews, messages to purchase. No, you ain't got a twenty dollar in DMs. Once, once you're in, you're getting all of it. That's it. So, um, but yeah, like I said, thank y'all again for joining us once again. Uh, we're going to be talking about Disney Soul. We're also going to be talking about uh, the movie that came out on Netflix, uh, Chadwick Boseman's, I guess, last I think it is. Film. Yeah, Chadwick Boseman's last film. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Um, what a thing was good. It, it was actually better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> it was excellent. I, I didn't have high hopes going in, but that shit. Did you hate black people? I get it. I was out there yesterday. <laughs> you were? Will just flew back from D.C. Supporting Jet lag. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, man, what's going on with these white people out here, man? Bro, your boys, your boys, <laughs> your boys, uh, your they're not boys. gonna take it, they're not gonna take it laying down, they're not gonna let you steal the, the, these blacks steal the election. If you've been living under a rock, <laughs> it's gotta be a boulder, it's gotta be uh, <laughs> Evers, right? Like, basically, um, yeah, pro Trump supporters, storm Capitol Hill. Uh, I think you told them to, by the way. I right? thought I thought he was just like in in support of them organizing. Bro, he the said protest. we going to Pennsylvania Avenue, and we're not gonna let them do this. He didn't exactly say like break the windows and shit like that, but like, <laughs> um, what's the name? Um, the lawyer, um, Giuliani said, um, this is gonna be a what do you say? Off a damn Game of Thrones type shit. He said, um, a, oh god, combat. Like he said combat. What is it called when you um call somebody to the combat? To, uh, in game of Call to arms? 
Not call it arms, but you know, challenge somebody to combat. I can't. I can't a duel? He didn't say duel, but <laughs> that was the gist of it. Like basically, they, they, they incited the combat. Like, he said combat. What is it called when you um, um, call somebody yeah. to combat? Whole bunch of tiki uh, torch wires. They yeah, tiki torch. The dirtiest of the bunch. He didn't say duel. What up there? That was the gist of it. Back to the damn fool. I will say not to take this lightly, but four people did die. Um, yeah, I know one at least one of them was a protester. I don't know if any of the Congress. I don't think any Congress people died. No, I think all people that died were protesters, weren't they? Or terrorists is what I call them. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, very he doing that protest shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this shit was wild. So what? Are, so what were they hoping to accomplish? Did they think they were actually gonna stop anything? I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> If it's like people are that brainwashed by like Trump, or if it's just motherfuckers feel that entitled, like is it, is it, I think it's not entitlement, white fear, and this is not for all white people, but the conservative fear of like this country turning blue. I think they're like legitimately scared. Like they think Joe, they think Joe Biden is a radical uh, socialist. Bro, you- so you look at Joe Biden, you look at Bernie Sanders, you see the same thing. And Bernie Sanders, that's not even that's still socialism light. <laughs> yeah, like I know, right? That's what I was about to say. Like, he, he still ain't that far gone. Bro, I know some abolitionists that will like be like Bernie Sanders. <laughs> like, but I think they're legitimately scared that they're gonna have their rights, their property, the guns, guns, all that shit taken away. It's really wild. I think it was nothing more than just. An outlash, like they were just like they just wanted to show their ass. You know, they just want. They, you don't think they actually believe like that that Biden was actually still in the election? They they might in their in their own little fantasy world. Like they think, might think. I think a lot of them do think. That. But like, I don't think they ever actually plan to achieve anything. Like you think we're just we're gonna break <laughs> we're just like, we're gonna we're gonna show our ass. <laughs> we're just gonna break that's, it. That's it. You know that thing black people have been wanting to do for. <laughs> All these hundreds of years, but we've never done it because they actually will shoot us. Because <laughs> they actually will put us down. Because they actually bring out tanks. When right. We Somebody did mention that, like, because I don't want to gloss over the fact that, like, you know, like I said, like I said, people did die. There was some violence, whatever. But like, yeah, those all out, all out tanks and shit for us. Yeah, the National Guard was there in beforehand, right. before shit, you know, ever was. Well, they thought it was gonna go crazy. I never forget when we protested here, and I, that's when we realized we that shut down the interstate on our uh, Columbia has military grade weapons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right here in Tulsa City, like that they do. Well, my question was, um, because I see Democrats are drawing up like impeachment documents. Yes, okay, first I'll let y'all niggas know, let it go. Okay, <laughs> just doing? like the white people need to let it go. Democrats need to let it go. But has it gotten so dangerous that like we need to get this motherfucker out of here tomorrow? No, it hasn't. You don't think so? You you knew you can't wait two weeks. Y'all don't wait. You see what he did in two weeks. Y'all don't wait four years. We don't. We tried to get him out there before. in fifty weeks. They tried to get him out of the before. Three years in fifty weeks, bro. It didn't work. Let it go. Let it go. I don't know. Don't bro. give this motherfucker no more attention. I don't know, bro. Let I mean, it go. if they can ban him, if they keep him banned on Twitter and Facebook, bro, for the next two weeks. They I'm said it's, they said it's a two week minimum. They're uh, like, okay, we got to get you out first <laughs> before we can let you back on. <laughs> Like, nigga, you are too dangerous. It's a 13 day ban. <laughs> you are too dangerous under the uh, at of POTUS. But yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's ever been ha- that's never happened. I don't think that's ever happened before, bro. Like, bro, it's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but so. So you don't think we should impeach him tomorrow? No, man, let it go. Just let it go. The impeachment process is going to take longer than the day. <laughs> Like, I don't care if it's point? I don't care if it's January nineteenth. <laughs> let it go. I don't know, man. Just let it go. That's all you got to do is let it go. 
It's just like you just see like what. Let it go and look to January twentieth. Just be done with it. What does that feel like to have that much like power to just? I like... bet you it feels great. <laughs> <laughs> I want it, especially when you're already a white rich man. I want done it. Whatever you want it, like. I would say that I'm going to be responsible with it, but <laughs> I would probably do the same shit he's doing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make niggas dance. You had control over all yams in in, in USA. Come to my basement. Twerk, twerk, twerk. just wop and just twerk it everywhere. Right. Oh god. Yeah, man, it's unfortunate people died, but um. Can't say I feel all that bad. <laughs> I, don't I mean, I mean, do you not like have a like a? Do you feel all that bad? I don't. You know, I'm a very sensitive person. Like, I don't, I don't, but I don't go out of my way to be like, I don't give a fuck. But like, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't, because of what it's built on. Like, I feel bad that the person is dead, but when it gets, I do kind of feel bad with this. And you can relate to this because of how you felt with Christina and Lovecraft, right? I do kind of feel bad that there are, I do think there's legitimate white people that are legitimately being brainwashed mm-hmm. to the point that they don't know truth from fiction at this point. Yeah. And so they actually went in here and did this shit. And maybe that was some of those people that died. I do kind of feel bad about that. I guess. <laughs> so you had all the no, sorrow for Christina. Like, feel... <laughs> yeah, all these tears for Christina. I and feel... now you... <laughs> it's just fiction. I can. <laughs> this is true. Well, it's real life. Like, you can't be this stupid <laughs> in real life. I don't, but I don't think it's all stupidity. I think the media is a powerful machine. If you consume these things, like you consume, it's just like anything, anything. People believe so much fake shit every day because there's so many huge media outlets that can put out fake shit with no repercussion. Whatever, man. So, like, uh, I don't feel bad. I don't feel too bad. It's casualties <laughs> on both sides. So, oh, God. Suck it. Um, <laughs> shout out to everybody! Shout out to everybody tuning in with Michelle Kaka, Darwin over here talking about Vladimir. I'm gonna come back to that. Okay, Putin. <laughs> what are we talking about Putin for? He said he's a diabolical genius. He knew all this would happen. Um, he, all he had to do was oh. use American hypocrisy against us, and would effectively cause the right amount of chaos. I wouldn't be surprised at that. Okay, so I did want to ask this real quick, and then we'll move on. <laughs> Is this what like? Because I've never been a part of a revolution before. But is this what just revolution looks like? You have protesters on one side, and then you have, like, the, I guess, the anti-movement. You know what I mean? Because this would be, this little, whatever they did yesterday, would be considered, like, the the equal, the equal but opposite reaction to what, I guess, Black Lives Matter protesters and people who are trying to be progressive towards police brutality and equality. Mm-hmm. This would be, like, that opposite but equal reaction in their eyes. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Is this what revolution looks like? Like, if, if revolution in front of us, if, if this is a revolution that's happening in front of us, like, is this just what it's going to look like? Is this the reality of what we are to expect through a revolution? I think it can be the stepping stones of it, for sure. I think it has been the stepping stones for it. I don't know if I would call it a full-on revolution. I'm not saying that like, this is a full-on revolution, but I'm saying, like, is this just what, the what we should for. see? This Is this what we should expect throughout the process? I think so. Yeah, I think so. You okay with stuff like this happening to achieve whatever goal? I'm not okay with the amount of lies getting spread on both sides throughout the process. I'm not okay with that at all. I think a lot of hyperbole, a lot of flat out lies, a lot of misinformation is being spread on both sides, which is added to a lot of a lot of fuel to the flames, and people are just just think they had to choose a side and just go with it. I'm not good with that. Mm-hmm. But as far as like a change in the country, a shift in the country, um, with yeah, absolutely. So the so the tiki torch whites against the Black Lives Matter people who they think are just as bad. Like let's be clear, they think they think they're just as bad on the other side. Like you think these violent exchanges are sometimes necessary, and you you can you can stomach that throughout the way. I can because I see this country shifting. I can. I don't like all of it at all, but I can stomach the shit. I can stomach because it is. I think that true shift is happening. So yes. Okay. <laughs> what about you? I'm being in the house. I don't care. You know. You know. You know. Getting your arms and just fuck no. 
<laughs> which I do feel that like, because like I said, this, so when I talk about misinformation, like I think one of the issues, big issues is like people don't, I don't think everybody is fighting for the same thing. I think uh, everybody on each side is fighting against the same thing. I don't think everybody against necessarily- the, What do you mean? Like- One is fighting for change and one is fighting for stay the same? What do you no, mean? I think there's, there's, a, there's a side of people who are obviously against Trump. Yeah. And there's a side of people who are obviously against Black Lives Matter, right? Yeah. But when we say like black liberation, I don't think everybody on this BLM side has the same thing in mind in terms mm -hmm. of defining liberation. Yeah, you know I what I'm saying? You. Yeah. So I think that's the issue that we're not really asking questions of like, how do you define liberation? And do we actually connect on that? We just kind of, a lot of us are just kind of assuming that we mean the same thing when we say these things and then jumping out here. And then when shit goes this way and that way, it's like, whoa, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then you start, then it comes an internal battle within the side. And yeah, I think that shit needs to be a lot more coordinated and organized. But I think this is part of the way to get there. But then there's gonna be when you have such a mass amount of people and such a deep, deeply rooted history of violence against such a mass amount of people, it's gonna be that confusion and I think it levels out eventually. <laughs> and, I think I mean we've seen it before, like yeah. we've seen these things happen before. So that's just my thoughts. I'm okay with all of it. But I'll be in the house. the house. I'll be in the house. Let it be very clear. Come on, man. All right. So we'll just what? You be in the house with Candace Owens. Y'all gonna be in there just that's right, slobbing each other down on top of the American flag. <laughs> <laughs> draped in that shit. Just draped. <laughs> but that's negative. Um, so I watched uh which one you want to get to first? I watched let's watch talk about my rangers because this shit is talk about that first. Yeah, because it's a little bit more important to what we just left off. That's true. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, Chadwick Boseman's last performance, uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, uh, <clears throat> came on Netflix, uh, Netflix exclusive actually, mm -hmm. features him, Viola Davis. Uh, it's a man from um, Euphoria. I keep forgetting his name. Last performance, Euphoria. Uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. The dude Bottom. that played the, um, uh, he was one of the main dudes. Like, came on Netflix, uh, Netflix exclusive actually. Um, Features him. I'm the only nigga seen in every movie uh, right. forever. A man from a different world man who's been in everything lately. Euphoria. He was a great actor. What's the brother from a different world? I forget his name too. Dude that played the um. Glenn Turner. Glenn Turner. Thank you, Dad. Turner. Turner. Glenn Turner. He like oh my. He like these other niggas. Right. A man from a different world. Man from a different world lately. Great actor. He was a great actor. What's the brother from a different world? I forget his name too. Viola Davis. Glenn Turner. Glenn Turner. Thank you, Dad. Turner. Glenn Turner. He like oh my. He like these. Coleman, Domingo, Glenn He's a writer director himself too. So um it basically tells a story of uh uh a a, a grant a band that came up from Columbus, Georgia to record uh to record an album up in Chicago. Um and it kind of gives you the uh, background on each one of the characters and kind of what they've gone through. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it specifically focuses on Ma Rainey, who is the lead uh, vocalist of the group, mm -hmm. and uh, what was his name? Golly. Levy. Levy. Yeah. yeah. Levy Green. Um, and he is the trumpet trumpeteer, trumpeter. <laughs> I'm not a music nigga. Guy who plays the trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> nigga who plays the trumpet. Um, and what, so what'd you think of it, man? I don't want to give away the plot, but man. the plot thickens as the movie goes along. I mean, the general thought, y'all don't know Ma Rainey, like she's, a lot of people call her the mother of the blues. Um, it's kind of a bio, well, it's not a biopic. It's a, actually a, originally a play Yeah. by um, August Wilson. And um, man, this shit probably was my favorite movie of the, of the year. Really? I can't think of a better movie I've seen this year. We're talking about 2020, which was the drought for everything. <laughs> it was like, this and Tenet that came. <laughs> Tenet Damage Show ain't gonna be it. <laughs> um, that's it. I mean, Viola Davis, can we just give all the flowers? Bro, she was phenomenal in this shit. She is in everything. Yeah, like, she is. I've been saying, you see Viola Davis start having snot coming out her nose, you know the scene about to be super fire, bro. Like, yeah, she is just so good. And um, chat with Bozeman, I don't know what it is about these actors that are already great, but like, it's almost like they can. I don't know this, I'm just speculating, but it's almost like they almost know like the end is near or something like that. And they just give like a performance of a lifetime. Oh, kind of like the uh, Heath, Ledger. Heath Ledger thing. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know. 
I'm just being a spiritual person. I am. I just feel like you kind of know certain things about yourself, or he he, he knew definitely. Yeah, but yeah, yes. you know, that's true. So his performance was, whew, all these all these people. It's just the it's just the just the blackness of it all. Yeah, the acting of it all, and it definitely plays out like a play. It like. does. Um, and that was like one of my kind of gripes with it. But really, yeah, I felt like. <clears throat> Me, I wasn't like a huge fan of uh, Chadwick's performance because it seemed like more like it was on the stage yeah. than anything. Yeah, uh, everybody else kind of fit into the movie perspective, but mm. his was his was supposed to be big. Yeah, and it, he definitely hit that, but it seemed like it was more along the place place side of it for me. You didn't like that about it? Yeah. I, the main scene I didn't like was him talking to God, like when he was like, "You gonna save this nigga?" <laughs> that was my house. This here. What you talking about? Now, when you talking about that shit that went down with his mama, ooh, <laughs> that shit cut you deep right there, boy. That Both shit cut you deep. Both of them. Both of them. Both of them. Like. <laughs> that was definitely the. Those are both major stage like moments, though, because you can tell that it was supposed to be. It was based on a play because he had, he literally just has the whole scene to himself. Yeah. Ain't nobody saying nothing. Everybody just letting him do whatever. And um. Yeah, you you uncultured uncultured Nero. I beat it, man. Uh, <laughs> I'll beat it. <laughs> Damn dad looking at me like you that is dog like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> we all disappointed. Um so yeah, man, I, I thought it was a really good movie. Um I guess seeing as how nothing else came out, like it was like okay, that's that's not fair to say it's not fair to reduce it like that. It was a phenomenal movie. It's like a nine out of ten for me. It's really high up. This might be a ten for me, baby. Well, that might be a perfect time for me. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm gonna say this real quick. I know nothing else came out because like <laughs> that's the worst part. Like I wish I had something else to judge it against. That's what I said. You already can't find nothing to compare it to. I mean, maybe Soul or whatever. Yeah. But one of my favorite YouTubers who reviews movies did his like year end like top what is, like top twenty movies list. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I heard of maybe like two, <laughs> two or three of them today. <laughs> Number one was an Anthony Hopkins movie that I didn't even know came out. Anthony Hopkins had a movie come out. Exactly. Exactly. So I should did no money. Yeah. Um, were you about to say something though? Um no man. So oh yeah, as far as like the characters, like all of the characters, even though they didn't some of the characters didn't have uh many lines or much focus around them, mm-hmm. like you kind of got the depth of each character, right? Uh, even without them having you know much dialogue. Yeah. Um especially I, I really like the girl, Taylor Page. Um, oh, I can't remember her name in the movie. It wasn't Bessie Smith, was it? Was it Bessie? No, Bessie Smith was another um was another uh blue singer. You're right. But um anyway, she's kind of like Ma Rainey's uh girlfriend. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, her little item in the movie. Ma Rainey is butch, <laughs> but she uh but she she still dresses up in women's clothing, and yeah, I don't was, know if that's actually her style or just part of it was her you style. know the character. She was bisexual. Yeah, um, and I don't know if, if y'all do check out the movie. Make sure you look at the stuff afterwards. Please do. Yeah, because that was that was phenomenal in itself. Please do. Um, but yeah, man, the the, the kid who stuttered. Yeah, like <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> we are doing it this way. Yeah, he gonna get it sooner or later. And y'all yeah. can keep tossing these records that he do. So what did you think about the um? <laughs> what did you think about the themes that were throughout the movie? Yo, that was one of the main things I want to talk about. Um, one of the main things was um, uh, I just had his name, that my man that, that played it um. Termin, his Glenn Termin. Yeah, his was his character Term- name was um Termin. Termin, his, his last name was, was what was his character name, man? I can't remember. Cleto, you had you just had to. Oh, here you go. This nigga, he's like, oh, it's not this thing. Toledo. Toledo. Yeah. Um, he has like a little scene where he's talking about, you know, the lives of black people or that by himself. But he also has another one where he's arguing with Levy, which is Chadwick Boseman's character, about how all black people just kind of have to do their own, pull their own weight in this constant struggle to like mm-hmm. just universal black success. Yeah. And Levy's like, man, fuck that, man. I'm just trying to play this, <laughs> trying to trumpet. I get my music recorded. I'm gonna be, I'm good. Like I'm gonna do my thing. And he was like, "Why are you over trying to put that pressure on me? Like I'm just trying to live my life." 
And he was like, I'm not trying to put pressure on you, but it's just like, it's just, it's just what it is. Like, like no, no. Yeah, like if we gonna get anywhere, like we gotta do this together. And everybody just, if everybody just does their part, we'll get where we need to go. And I was wondering like, what you thought about that? Like, is that a fair thing? Cause that seems like it's always been a thing. And that can play this to solve what we're gonna talk about later on too, to put on us like. I don't know if it's necessarily fair, but it's definitely true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, unfortunately, we only make up like 14, 15% of this nation. So that's what they say. I think it's grown. You think it's, like. well, it could have, but the census ain't get finished. So <laughs> we won't know. What's, what's the next <laughs> census gonna be like? Black people make up 25% of the country. Um, but no, man, like, unfortunately, like, kind of white people look at one as like the, their example for the whole. You know what I mean? And so, <clears throat> yes, everybody should be able to lead their own individual lives and, you know, not have to worry about everybody behind them. But for us, it's just it's just different. It's so unfortunate, but... You think that's fair? No, I just said it's not fair. Well, I mean, not fair, but you think it's justified? Uh, depend on the individual. If you want to... If you worry about everybody coming up, if you worry about the people behind you, yeah, then you got to worry about it. If you solely focus on yourself, yeah, yeah. then... No, but in that same aspect, if you solely focus on yourself, you're kind of selfish. <laughs> like, you know see, what I mean? I agree. And see, this goes back to like our conversation with Drake, because I was saying like Drake being such a mass influence on so many black minds, like how much responsibility does he have and how he, you know, cultivates black culture and black people? Like, I think, I think that's different in the aspect, like we're talking about the responsibility of or how his art speaks to people mm -hmm. you know what i mean that's again on like parents and whatever whoever chooses to absorb his subject matter you know i think in levy's situation it's the fact that like levy doesn't want to be a part of the struggle he only wants to get himself ahead mm -hmm. you know what i mean so i think it's different in those two aspects where it's uh <clears throat> drake's subject matter versus just levy to come up in in general the reason I think it's somewhat relatable is because when you grow up in certain environments, you're only given certain options. And so most, I, can, I think you could say like most low income black environments will be more likely to only have like hip hop, music stuff playing around, like trap music stuff like playing around, music like Drake puts out. Right. So like if that's the main thing being funneled to that group of people, like isn't that still so some responsibility he has and like what it's funneled to them like because he knows what he's putting out and he knows what demographics he's hitting because he knows what's getting them paid so does that still apply no <laughs> <laughs> like how like i don't want to get back on this drake thing again yeah, no, we, yeah. we, we, we've done this before we did, we did. but um as far as levy it all depends on like what he wants to focus on himself like if he's if he's super cool with, you know, not worrying about anybody else, then hey, that's on you. You kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Now me, I'm not here for the revolution, but I will support it from a distance. How you support it from a distance? Right on. <laughs> yeah. Right on. <laughs> God, <Godly well. laughs> So you got you ain't donating money and stuff like that. You ain't donating. Money. Yeah. Yeah, I'll buy a t-shirt. Okay, no, let me stop. Let me stop. Okay. I do support Black Lives Matter and all that other stuff. All that other stuff? <laughs> do, you, do you want me to say it all? And you listen to all of you. What's your, what's your um, Excel sheet of all the organizations you support? Um, But yeah, man, so one of the things I enjoyed the most in the movie was the transition that Ma Rainey had to face from coming out of her comfort zone to going to Chicago where she didn't know how anything really worked yeah but she knew exactly how it worked but she in the like, same aspect yeah like 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 there's a scene in the movie where she's giving these people hell the whole movie mm -hmm. like she's got two uh she's recording a record and there's two white execs there who's recording a record for her and she's giving them hell she's like i want my coat <laughs> this that and the third like i want y'all motherfuckers cater to me yeah and like I'm like, damn, why she being such a bitch? <laughs> like the whole movie. <laughs> you right there with the uh, what was the other that extra Aggie recorder? I forgot his name. The one that was just bitching the whole Student time. Man or something. something like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah. Bro, I'm like, why is this lady being such a bitch? Like, why can't you just record the first track and then get your fucking soda? Nope. But at the end, she she broke that whole shit down for me. I was 
She was like, look, as soon as these crackers get my voice on this record, <laughs> yeah, they ain't gonna want shit else from me. That's nothing, all they want. Nothing. I was like, oh, she she gave them niggas the business. Bro, and that shit still applies today. Like, I feel like a lot of these artists, if not almost all of them, know like it's only their talent that they want. So like I'm gonna I'm gonna live it up and I'm gonna get everything I can get out yeah. of y'all. Like, yeah. cause y'all gonna look at me this way, you no, know, regardless. It ain't no about no like if I get that was one thing like Booker T. Washington believed in. Like if you accumulated enough wealth, enough education, if you basically put all these accolades on you, like white people would eventually respect you naturally. Yeah. And like niggas was like, nah, bro. Like that's just not that's just not what what fantasy world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like oh so yeah, in that whole scene, the way she acted that out and she just told that story. Yeah. I was just talking about it. It was it was dope. It's such a good movie. Bro, I'm trying to tell you, go watch this movie. I think it's been out for a while. Um, yeah, it has. It's been out, I, just, I think, at least since, like, October, November. Yeah, like yeah. I just thought it was good to apply. And I think a lot of people <clears> didn't really hear about it. Yeah. But um, and one of the key things, I think it's a key difference between this and Soul, which we'll talk about next, is um, you can really tell, like, the Black experiences behind it. And that not just the director being Black and it being produced by Denzel Washington and everything, but like Will said, like, that little, it's like a little after segment where they're just discussing, like, you know, the history of the movie, the history of Ma Rainey herself. Yeah. And on the process of, you know, August Wilson's plays and everything like that and how it's, you know, affected our culture. Like, you can just tell, like, this is not just... I mean, Netflix going to profit off it because that's what they do. But, like, yeah. the people behind the actual project itself... Like, they believed in what the story yeah, was saying. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. so, very good. Definitely worth a watch if you haven't seen it already. Please do. And if you've seen it, it's worth a second watch. Watch it again. Yeah. It's the only good thing on TV right now. <laughs> um, so yeah, man. Also, Soul came out. If y'all didn't know, everybody uh, know about this shit. Very good. <laughs> Definitely worth a watch if you haven't. So, seen it. Uh, and if you've seen it, worth the second watch. Is a yeah. music teacher. The only good thing who's real passionate playing piano uh, for um, a jazz band. So yeah, man. Uh, also, Soul came out. Had his struggles through life to where. His opportunity is definitely worth And uh, his opportunity comes, and if you stand for unfortunately, he's a music teacher. He's a real passionate piano. He doesn't officially die. A jazz band. So yeah, man. He also had his struggle. He goes in a coma. His opportunity. The movie will definitely worth it. The movie will lead you to believe he is dead. The whole movie. Yeah, he's dead. The whole movie. So what do you think, man? What do you think about the movie? I honestly thought it was just okay. What? Very just an okay movie. Up until that third act when it comes full circle. Like the message itself goes full circle. And I will admit that got me a little emotional. And it was it was very good at that point. But for the most part, I felt like the movie was very like blah. Yeah, just like routine series of events. Like <laughs> guys watched, looking for that big break. But he's obviously talented. Finally gets the big break, something happens. To prevent him from getting there, now he's got to go on this whole soul journey. It's going to be conflict around the journey and everything like that, but it's going to come full circle in. But the message itself, I think, is a beautiful message, especially for kids. Um, I thought it was going to be too heavy for kids, like talking about like death yeah. and like the meaning of your life and <laughs> yeah. like that. And um, just like not making, not attaching like your passions and your accolades to your self worth. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of heavy for kids, but like my friends, like Creed, said, like, no, nah, my kids understood that we had to talk about it. So I think that's beautiful. Yeah. So up to the third act, I thought it was okay. That's a pretty good movie. I thought it was pretty good. I, I thought know. it was, uh, I thought it was pretty black too. But you know, niggas out here saying it's anti black, you know. Bro, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> um, Because I felt like it was a movie that just so happened to have a black protagonist, not a black movie. Um, I mean, it's, it's Pixar. It's Disney Pixar. Like, what the fuck are you? I don't know. I don't expect anything more. Yeah, than that. Like, I'm not disappointed by it. I, it was black light. Like, it was as black as they could make it, <laughs> while still appealing to everybody. I told Ben, I told Taylor that I felt like I was watching a white person's description of black life. That doesn't make it any less authentic. <laughs> but like, you know that this is the only type of black wife life that this white person would interact with. Because if it was some like, if it was some like hood niggas. Like you know, what I'm saying, but at the same time, like we always talk about, we don't we don't want that to be the only depiction of black nah, people I, on the big screen. You know absolutely, I mean? absolutely. So this is not a critique. This is not like a thing against the movie. It just is. It's you just you just noticed it. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
don't know, man. I thought it was black having that overbearing mom. Like I feel like I feel like that shit is real. Like that's some shit people really go through in like yeah. black communities. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, the fact that like, uh, what was I about? The fact that uh, well, the fact that the nigga went in the barbershop. <laughs> it was. I guess in that aspect, yeah, it's like kind of. <laughs> it's like okay, let's let's insert these things. See, I thought- <laughs> Let's insert these things. Which are all black things. <laughs> Eric, all- Eric, 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 I do is playing in the shop. <laughs> all black things. All valid. All authentic. Like, you know. Yeah. And so I already felt this going in. And then I looked at the credits and it's like, the main director was a white guy. The other guy was black. It was three It was three screenwriters all together. Okay. Two of them white, one of them black. Well, the nigga who like did all the work. The one, <laughs> I don't know. The one that was black looked like Carlton. What's so, wrong with Carlton? Nothing. He's black too. Carlton was the blackest nigga on this show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sit your ass down. But yeah, that's just that's just something I noticed. Like, and the main thing <laughs> people was upset about was 22, which is the soul that he has to guide into finding um its spark. It doesn't have a gender. I want to be very specific because this is the main shit that gets on my nerves. 22 does not have a gender or a race. 22 is just a, a soul just out here. Okay. Motherfuckers kept saying like he had to guide the white girl <laughs> to find her purpose, and then she took over his body, <laughs> so the white woman robbed the black body. I'm not gonna lie, I thought 22 was a white girl. No, but I didn't take it that deep to where. <laughs> Real debates about this. Real conversations about this. The Damn, white person get deep with it. Stole the white man, black man's body, and like literally, because you know, well, I don't want to spoil the movie, but there's a point where. She don't want to go back to um to whoever they don't call it heaven, but it's just the the great beyond. There you go. Yeah. Um. So she runs well, away with his body. It was great before. That's what. It yeah, that, that, that's it. Yeah. Um. So she runs runs away with his body. So now they're still in white black people's body, and then like Terry, <laughs> Terry, the the everybody knows everybody knows a Terry. If you watch the movie, everybody knows a Terry. <laughs> Terry goes and tries to find him, but he gets another black guy instead by accident. So <laughs> now y'all, now we got metaphors for how the police be killing random black guys. Cause they all look alike. Like this is a real commentary, bro. Real commentary. And then he was gonna sacrifice himself so the white woman could live. And so <laughs> I, I enjoyed the movie, bro. I enjoyed the movie. Um, what I what I did like one thing that the movie tackled was uh, kids feel kids feeling somewhat like out of place and that and that out of placeness growing into frustration and uh kind of people attributing it as bad behavior. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I thought I think that's an important message for black kids. Actually I didn't catch that right away. Yeah. Like how kids you could almost use like a metaphor for like the ADHD crisis yeah. with like black boys. Like if they don't fit the you know the structure. If they don't fit in that box. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, oh that's a troublesome one. Yep. Like, yeah, that's a good. That's a good. That's a good one. Right Almost like they're hopeless. Like, cause that's yeah, that's, that's how exactly them. how they presented them. That's how they treated them for sure. Him? I said M. Oh, I said I did say them. <laughs> I said M. Said, that's how they treated him. M. Oh, okay. Don't be trying to. I'm not the whole step here. <laughs> I'm not. You damn sure that. Yeah, you. You. I definitely. You the black conservative. Um, all I need is my card. Um, Do you think the movie would have been? more impactful if it was like a black movement or do you think it's just I think for I think for the 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 target audience it's looking for like I think it's perfect because like it's really not made for grown folk like I mean you know grown folk generally get enjoyment out of Disney movies Mm -hmm. in some way Mm -hmm. but I mean if it's like the the colorless child ages five to 13 like it hits your boxes mm. you know what i mean and i think it was i think it's impactful in that <laughs> what are you doing in that category <laughs> the black lane <laughs> what would they whether that person be black or white a mexican or whatever do you think they should have had tina fey they should have a black woman do a voice instead of do do its voice instead of tina fey tina fey i don't think so i don't care <laughs> I, I question if that hotels would even be mad if that was if it was like Easter Ray or somebody. 
Oh, that shit, that would be gangster now. That, that's, some, that's some shit adults would like. Right, right. <laughs> I don't think it really matters as far as how the character is portrayed throughout the movie or how it's received to the audience. I agree. I'm just trying to yeah. think of what people actually wanted to happen. <laughs> to not be angry. So so what would you change about the movie? Because I would have made it a more original, like, just plot line, I think. Really? Not plot line, but, you know, narr- like, story... Telling the, the way they told the story. Yeah, yeah, I think I made that yeah. more original. I feel like the least original Pixar movie in, in a hot minute. Really, I can't think of like another like Pixar film I've watched. Like how all the Toy Stories are fire, each and every one of them. Two kind of. Nah, two was fire, bro. Wow. It might be the weakest nah, of the bunch. Now nah, three, that shit. That nigga Lotso, that nigga Lotso is rough. Lotso is probably the best film of all time. Even four was fucking fire. Like four was a tearjerker. <laughs> four got that lump in my throat, bro. Um, cars fire. Cars is fire. Monsters Inc. fire. Fire. Bro, you can name all of them. I haven't even seen Inside Out, but I heard everybody. I keep hearing oh, Inside people. Out is fire. I keep hearing people. Right, I'm gonna watch that this weekend. Coco fire. I haven't even watched Coco either, but I heard that was fire. Like. As far as all those, like I can't think of a less original story narrative than Soul, to be honest with you. Maybe. Maybe. You think one, let me know. I also thought the music was fire, but it wasn't enough of it for me. It wasn't much music. Yeah. Especially for a Disney movie, it wasn't much music. Yeah, like I was expecting like them to go longer with the whole like montage of him finally playing with the band and everything. Yeah. Oh, you know, I love some jazz. And like I said, it sounded good. They actually had real, like, black jazz players doing the music, which was dope. Um, but, yeah, that's that's the only two things, really. Um, like I said, the messaging was, I think it was awesome. I think it was right on time of messaging. I do think it is for adults. I think, I think adults can get out. Because I think a lot of adults are going through that. Like, that's still being lost, kind of being washed, yeah. not finding your way fully. In yeah. Life. Chasing that one thing, and then when you finally get that one thing, you wonder why you, you still feel empty. I see. I think people still go through that a lot. Mm-hmm. You, you angry nigga. <laughs> you thought it was perfect. You're not gonna change nothing about it. Um, make the uh, make 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 the little souls black. <laughs> no, you said you don't care. <laughs> no, nah, man, I didn't have a problem with it at all. Uh, it's, I mean, like. It's okay to just not be the best movie of all time. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So it's just, say I would change stuff. I, I, don't know, I ain't putting that much thought into it. I, I enjoyed it. I, I might watch it a second time, but I watched Coco before I watched that. I'm going to watch Coco. Coco is my shit. That shit be looking. That shit, is, look that shit is hella Mexican. For <laughs> real? <laughs> like, that shit is hella Mexican. See, why we can't get a hella black soul? <laughs> so now I'm mad now. That was it. So work on all this shit. Check oh, out both the movies. Shouts out to Felicia Rashad who did the uh, oh, yeah. mama. <laughs> For the black mama. Claire Huxtable. And her homegirls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that was pretty black. I'm not going to lie. That was pretty black. You thought, you thought the barbershop scene was black? Black as hell? Absolutely not. <laughs> not at all. Like, it was why, black. Why, why, why did they make his main barber buff, tatted up, <laughs> with the longest beard of all time? With the, like, fat chub- chubby cheeks. <laughs> but in the super soft voice. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, man. Like, the least intimidating black people. It's the same thing I've been feeling with the whole, like, only seeing, for the most part, black people in love relationships as long as they're in interracial couples. Mm-hmm. That shit drives me crazy. I feel like man. it's like black light. It's, <laughs> it's just so attaching, like, black worth to, like, whiteness. To, like, or I guess, yeah, basically what I'm trying to say, yeah, like, attaching, being okay with blackness as long as it's attached to some type of whiteness. Or some type of like you know, non-threatening, yeah. super jolly. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just it's a thing. But it's that's what white creators do. I'm not gonna sit here and cry about it because we got a lot of black creators out here doing dope shit. But it's just something that be getting my nerves. Okay. Yeah, man, check out both of them. Check out my Rainey's first. Definitely check out my. Rainey's and don't first. be on your phone while you do. Don't yeah, don't be doing nothing else. They only they only like oh, an hour and a half. Yeah, they short. It's short. They they short and good. Yeah. Um. I do hope. I have hope that twenty twenty one will bring good movies. I heard nothing but terrible reviews for Wonder Woman. I watched it. I didn't find it to be as bad as most people were saying it is. Really? But you know, you ain't saying nothing about it. So that's it's, a bad it's not great. <laughs> See, but it's not uh Captain Marvel. 
That oh, shit terrible. That shit booty cheeks. Oh. That shit booty cheeks. But um yeah, I mean if you don't watch it, you ain't missing nothing. That's <laughs> not one. I thought they were worst year for movies. Uh, like in recent memory. <laughs> like, it was like the I mean the world was shut down. Like what you, that's what I was saying. Like it's always, you know, around a certain time of the year. They put out hot shit? Like I mean the uh Warner Brothers said, fuck it, man. We gonna put all this shit on HBO. <laughs> Warner Brothers said we just going straight to straight to home. <laughs> I always said about 2021, like it's supposed to be some good stuff coming out. Um, I want to see what this matrix. I hope this matrix don't suck. <laughs> I don't know why we wanted to come back. <laughs> Was the I last one good? I didn't find all I three. I actually like the last one. <sighs> None of them was better than the first one, of course. Let's, let's get that. Yeah, let's go ahead and get that out. <laughs> let's get that out of the way. <laughs> Second one's and but I thought the last one was a lot better than I also like the like the animatrix and stuff like that, which a lot of kind of like gives you a lot of lore. Yeah. yeah. So maybe we'll it's see. just me. Anyway. On yeah. to our third listen, of the week. I need to take a whole section. This is a good thing that we're wrapping up early because <laughs> I need to take a whole moment for first of all, shout out to all the organizers out in Georgia. Cause all y'all did y'all thing. Shout out to Georgia, period. Yes. Cause like you know we I got a know. blue state in the deep south. That like how unbelievable. That state hella blue right now. <laughs> that shit is crazy. Like I was always hopeful. I was always praying. I was always you know saying it can this can happen. This can happen. But like in the back of my head, it was like never gonna happen. Like we just got but we just got by them. But like, can Georgia turn blue? Like I don't. Like both of them got to get in there. Yeah. <laughs> both of them. Can Georgia really turn out like that? And these black organizers. Yep. Mostly led by these amazing, dope-ass black women came through, showed their whole asses, and was like, don't even worry about it. Hey, don't forget about the WNBA players. The Atlanta Dream, the, play, the girls for the Atlanta Dream wore Vote for Warnock shirts. I didn't see that. And Kelly Leffler, who, who was running against Warnock, Owns the Atlanta Dream. Oh shit! I didn't, see, <laughs> I didn't see that. Yes, they said vote Warnock on their jerseys, on their shirts, <laughs> and she owns the fucking team. It's most gangster <laughs> shit of all fucking time. And the rest of the WNBA followed suit. <laughs> <laughs> this is the shit I missed that right? whole thing. Right? They said, "What you gonna do? Fire all of us? Right. What you gonna What you gonna do, left? <laughs> what you gonna do?" <laughs> What you gonna do? What you gonna do, Kelly? <laughs> that's, yes. bro, that's some gangster shit. Yeah. Oh, let's get to these black women. Okay. <laughs> shout out to all of them. Um, of course, shout out to Stacey Abrams because we already know the work she's been Mama. doing. She's been the third the week that, before. That state is she is responsible for that state flipping. So much of us. Yeah, so much of But so many other women that I'm talking about. Oh, let's get to these black women. Out here. Okay. Let me just, I just got a quick list. Shout out to all Ooh, of them. Um, a few of them. Just to, I just had to take a moment. Shout out to Nasei. I hope I'm saying point. your name correctly. So much she of us. So much But so many other women. director of the New Georgia Project. Oh, let's get to this. Melanie Campbell. got a quick list. President of the National Coalition of A few of them. I just had to take a moment. Hey, let's go back and forth. That's what The pro-Georgia voter engagement advocacy there's so many other women. Director Natasha of the Brown, co-creator oh, of the Black Matter in Canada. Front. Got a quick list. The president of the National Coalition of Georgia Stand. Just patient. I just had to make it. These women are just just a few. Let's go back to the leaders of Georgia. Out here, I'm talking about day and night, day and night. Natasha Brown, co-creator of the Black Matter in Canada. They essentially just like ridded or are these women are just just in the process, almost completely ridding Georgia of any and all. Voter suppression. Like anytime you get damn near a million people, for like it was like I hate it was like eight hundred thousand. I can't remember the number at this point. Registered to vote, just like ridded. That's that's almost completely ridding Georgia. Any and all voter suppression. Like anytime you get damn near a million election, for like um, just be like you know what? I can't remember the number. I ain't done. I ain't done. I ain't quit. Like I ain't ridded. And she could have easily. Some people have said this before. She could have easily. No, almost completely rid of Georgia. Any and all voters suppression. Like just making rounds. Anytime you get damn near a million election, I always say like you know what? Representation. I, I, I ain't done. <laughs> I ain't done. Like, I ain't representation like, ever. Like, and she could have used to slavery. That's been black people. Almost being able to at least present to the Senate. 
just having a black face in there ain't ain't doing shit. But like, what are you gonna do with your position? Yeah. And her taking her position, her power, and be like, I'm gonna do this shit, and I'm gonna help everybody else do this shit. Beautiful stuff. So I just had to t- take a whole moment of the show to do that. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. We're gonna have Stacey on the show. I'm putting it out there now. Um, yeah. IG. Oh, I think that already <laughs> threw it out there. But uh, it's at Stacey Abrams on IG. If you just type her name in, she's a superstar out here yeah. with every right to be so. Um, just just look her up. Just, just have go on her page. Just, just put some I'm hearts on her page. <laughs> I'm not even a Democrat like that. Yeah. Like just IG. put some blue hearts on the page. Oh, I think that already threw it out there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's at Stacey Abrams on IG. If you just type her name in, she's a superstar out here. We just talked about all this good stuff with Georgia. Okay, so here's 2021 so far, okay? Uh-huh. Australian fires still going on. <laughs> oh, you were bringing that up? Australian fires. <laughs> Australian fires started last year. Why would you bring that up? Australian fires started 2021. <laughs> Dirty whites storming the Capitol <laughs> and not getting put the fuck down like they should have been. Some of them did, but not enough. Oh, man. Um, so we'll see what happens. It's looking like a repeat. The Dems got the control of the government. And I think they... Y'all $2,000 is on the way. I think it... I I don't think. I I do strongly believe like $2,000 is on the way. I think there's some really good COVID release going to happen because that's what um, Warnock said. That's one of the first things he wants to put out there. Not not put out there, but jump on as soon as he gets in there. And um, I think that... I think they're going to make good on a lot of things. I don't think they're going to save black people, but I think they... I really hope so. I think... I really hope they improve it for everybody. Yeah. For sure. We'll see. That's the thing. Like these people that the damn DC, they're gonna benefit from the shit too. Like that's what's wild. Man. Hey. It is what it is. It is what it is. Anyway. Um, that's it for today's show, y'all. Thank y'all for what do you say? Um, so oh, yeah. Patreon, once again. <laughs> once again. I don't want no money, obviously. Um, if you want to, please do join our Patreon. Patreon.com slash cultivated ignorance. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Community yes. conversations. Um, Exclusive. So, yeah. oh, Patreon. Once again, get reviews. <laughs> News. <laughs> Once again, I don't want a bike's mouth oh. speak. Oh, okay. If you want to, it's just please do. No. Join our Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash oh. Thank y'all for joining us. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Community. Uh, hope y'all have a great 2021. Um, Exclusive. So, yeah. oh, hope y'all once again review. Popping off. Hope so. The way it once should again, be. I've already got bikes in my money. Oh, okay. Want okay. To, um, it's just, it's just all y'all that join our Patreon. H&R Block. Y'all want to join us. Thank y'all for joining us. We really appreciate it. Hope y'all have a great 2021. Y'all got the file on this. Damn, bro. As soon as how y'all already owe the government. Don't even worry about it. I've already got it. That's how they got people. They did. He was like, oh, all y'all. Turn me y'all niggas. We just keep it. 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 Yeah, <laughs> 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 <laughs>